Okay, take two. Hi. <laughs> Hi guys. Welcome back to You Squared. Did you miss us? Elena. This is gonna be our thing. <laughs> Your I, thing. I will say it every episode. If you got a problem, argue with your mother. But anyway, welcome back. So happy to be back. Are you happy to be back to your girl? Yes, I am. So before we get into it, briefly. And uh, MLA format, five pair, and I'm kidding. No, but like, how was your summer? Like, summer's coming to an end. What's again? So, fall's getting a little nippy out here. Um, fall is my favorite season, so I honestly can. Yeah. You're bugging. Fall, hoodie weather, weather, weather. hoodie <laughs> weather, and sweater weather. Like, it's just a mood. Like, you have your candle, your little lights. Wow. <laughs> she was trying to describe my room, and I must say, my room is very cozy and nice. If you've had the privilege to be in here, you're lucky. Yeah, it's very nice. Luxurious. Um, okay, let's not get carried away. It's just Target at best. Um, but, um, like, the thing about fall, right, I feel like it's just a reminder that winter is not too far. Okay, behind. we don't have to think and that far. No, let's no, enjoy no, the no, fall. No. And let's be real, fall literally is like three weeks. And then next thing you know, it's mad cold, and you're wearing your Uggs, and your nose is dry and crusty well, from the snow. Well, those are the, the best three weeks of my life. I just love the fall. Summer is where it's at. People be with the nope. shit. They be moving mad, like... And how was your summer? I was moving mad. Nah, I really wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Right, my but point. Like still, but either way, if my summer is not that great, it'll still be better than my fall. Okay. Even though my birthday's in fall. That's sad. That's, yeah, you, we, this, But I don't want to get older, so I hate my birthday now. Let's, can we not, they, okay, so y'all already see where this episode is going. Um... <laughs> This episode, listen, every week we do this nigga stuff, we do this relationship talk. We're educated black women. This episode is literally gonna be about post-grad life. Post-grad depression, post-grad everything. Just adulting in general. Adulting, yeah, that's a better, yeah. Cause some people didn't graduate and. Yeah, but they're still adults trying to handle their shit. So just adulting, like, no lie. Like high key, falsetto, like adulting is hard as hell. Like. What is one thing like after graduating college and like becoming an adult, I guess like a working adult, mm -hmm. like what was the hardest thing for you to like adjust to? The hardest thing for me was literally waking up every day, like knowing that for the rest of my life or for however long, I'm gonna have to wake up and go to work. Like literally this nine to five life, like I literally wake up every day like, so is life just about going to work and then paying your taxes and then you die? Like, that's not the life I'm trying to live. Like it's low key depressing. Yeah, honestly, I, I think, yeah, you know what? You're so right because like, when I was in college, I thought the concept of like, just waking up every day and not having to come back to do like homework, mm -hmm. like assignments would be it. But no funny, like working a nine to five, which I'm not knocking anybody who enjoys like a st like a stable nine to five. Do you? But like, who really enjoys a nine to five? Though I think people that are in their professional thing. Okay, so yeah, we're we're gonna get there. Like yeah, yeah. But like, I feel like at least from my perspective, like the concept of like literally waking up every day at the same time, mind you, it's just also another thing too. Like, if you wanna be the type of person that gets like to look good to go to work, <laughs> like. Just let that shit go. I think, that was, I think that was probably the hardest thing about adulting for me that mm -hmm. having to accept the fact that I'm gonna have to look dusty every day. Yeah, that you because can't be beat every it's day. It's either like I want to get enough sleep 
or like I wake up like at 5 a.m. just to get make sure my eyebrows are intact. Yeah, no, but nobody has that energy. Like, like. I legit look homeless. <laughs> like no funny. I know there's people. I like I ran into people like that. I know like in real life. <laughs> I know they see me. And they was like, yo, really looking choppy. Like son, like. I'll just be like, every time, like literally every time I go to work, I always walk with my head down. <laughs> Alright, you're OD. I don't I want nobody to recognize me to be, because then they're going to stop you, right? And, and then they're going to talk. And they're going to start really looking, looking at, at your face. Right, mm -hmm. And make it, I, I don't want to do that. But you like, know what's really weird though? I find that like on my regular like work nine to five days, I don't know, I feel like I get more compliments than when I'm beat, which is really weird and opposite. Like, I get more God blesses. I don't know, maybe because of the way I'm dressed, or I don't know. It's I weird. Know. Maybe, may, I don't know, because also the environment that I work in is very laid back. Mm. So I don't have to dress up very, like, professional. Okay, okay. So sometimes I look like I work in Forever 21 when I go to work. Like, today <laughs> I went to work in ripped jeans, and some days I look like a young professional. Lit, though. No, it's really not, because, like, there's no consistency. I'm pretty sure when people like, I'm pretty sure there's people that see me walking every day be like, yo, where the fuck is Yeah, where did work? she work? Okay, yeah. yeah. But no, I definitely do like see that whole people compliment you more because like literally the super on this like, on this block, right? Like literally every morning he says good morning to me. Like he invited me to his barbecue. Like, are you dead no, ass? For two weeks, no. For he two, might need to know barbecue. For two weeks straight, this nigga reminded me, don't forget the barbecue. <laughs> girl, I'm just like, you, you, you really want me. Like even one time he said when I was coming from work, he's like, yeah, I know. Like, I see your beauty because like I know you don't be beat every day, but I see how you be looking every day. I'll just be like, that's, so you. That's real. So he yeah. he accepts the beat and unbeat. But I don't want that though. Alright. That's a grown ass fucking man. We didn't say you need to want that. Oh. But the compliment. Like that's yeah, it's reassuring. Feel, yeah, but I feel like we sidetracked a little bit. Okay, but, whatever. But like still, like I said, like I guess waking like like you said, like waking mm -hmm. up every day going to work. Doing the same task every day. Like this I don't think I think one thing that adult adulting has taught me is that I'm not a fan of routine. Oh really? Like I like routine in some aspects in my life, like consistency from like people mm -hmm. and like Consistency in the fact that I will constantly get paid kind of thing, mm -hmm. but the fact that like I have to do the same thing every single day for the rest of my life, like sit in the same desk, sit in the same chair, mm, see the same yeah, people. That's, not it. that's like when I really get down to it, it makes me sick to my stomach. I think that's what motivates me to make sure I get to where I want to be, mm. to do a career where I can wake up every day and like feel happy to go to work, like you know, like because. Honestly, waking up in the mornings, sometimes it's dreadful. It is. I'm just like, wow, I'm about to do the same shit all over again. Also, if you're sorry to cut you off, if mm -hmm. you're a morning person, you're a witch. I'm a morning person. I used to be... You're a witch. No, 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 no. First off, if you like to sleep till five in the afternoon, you're lazy. I'm not... I said what I said. That's it. I no. used to be one of those people to be sleeping to two in the afternoon and my parents was, listen, this was when we was younger, summer vacations, you trying to sleep in. Yeah, my mom four. used to be complaining every damn day. Like, and I'm just like, sis, like, if I'm up and I go out, you're gonna complain. If I'm in the house and I'm sleeping, you're gonna complain. Like, I could never win, like. Yeah. But growing up, like, I realized I really like being up early. I like to go to work early, come back on a good time. Cause when you work the evening shift, you see a big difference. Like, that shit was the blow. I don't know, like I really rather, I feel like I'd rather work a 12 to 8 type of Alina, shit. I'm telling no, you, no, the only, you no, the only that's your whole day. Danger, but literally my whole day is here because this is the other thing, right? When you do a 9 to 5, 
you have to wake up early to make sure you get to work early, right? You come home, right? But you gotta make sure you do everything you wanna do so you can get to bed early so you could do what? Get up early the next day. Your whole day is already done. So at least if my day is gonna be done, let me wake nah. up happy. Like, I'm not saying I'm the type of person that will wake up like at 12 p.m. I don't do that no more because literally on the weekends I wake she up adjusted. like at, I wake up like at 8 o'clock. Yeah. And that's like sleeping in for me and I feel rested. The thing is that the idea that I have to wake up at a specific time so I can make sure I get to that specific train mm-hmm. so I can be that specific, uh, specific time is tiring. As, it's, just, it's just long, Yeah. Man. It's just not for me at all. So, like, that shit is a dub. Like, I just... I don't want no parts of that. And like when I say morning person, I mean people that are like trying to have full blown combos early in the morning. Okay, I don't, those people are demonic. Like why? Like why? And you see my headphone in like, and the fact that I have to take out my headphone to accommodate you, that's selfish. Yo. That's bad selfish. Yo, this literally happened to me today. I cherish those little two minutes I get to be in the elevator while I talk to nobody. Nobody. Right? Today I'm walking like I'm a block away from my my building, right? Like where I work. And one of my coworkers scares me. That's one. So now I have to walk with him from that spot all oh the way. God. I'm like, bro, I just wanted to have, I just wanted to like stay with these a last two time. minutes where I didn't have to communicate with no one. Then another coworker joined. So now everybody's just chit-chatting <laughs> in the fucking elevator. I'm just like, yo, I don't want to do this. Like, anytime I see anybody I work with in the street, I make sure I have <laughs> eye contact. Cause I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to the elevator with Look you. Look the other way. I don't want to do no small talk. Like, let me be, bro. Like, I don't want to talk about my weekend. My weekend was short that's my answer for yeah everything. that's literally it, it was short i'm not gonna tell you about the shenanigans i got up to susan <laughs> oh so my God. okay so getting into that what are some things you knew so what are some things you wish you knew about adulting before that you didn't know i don't know if that you get the question. i think for me is the money will never be enough bro that shit took me i really <laughs> he told you this episode was gonna be a little bit depressing. I swear to God, if I didn't live at home, oh no, yeah, Deandra, yeah, I swear on my life, I would be one of the bitches with the air mattress in my room <laughs> and ramen. Cause the money, <laughs> yo, it's like we can't get enough. It's like you get the money, you pay your bills. Like, I want to be able to shop without, like, thinking, like, yo, if you spend over this amount, sis, you, you're you not going to have lunch for the week. Like, Ooh. that's not the... the other day, I have to decide if I want to get a cheeseburger <laughs> today. <laughs> and then breakfast tomorrow, or if I want to get my feet done this week. <laughs> All right, it was... Kendra, <laughs> every dollar counts. Every dollar goes. And that's the thing I hate. Like, I don't like the fact that I have, like, I live paycheck to paycheck. Like, I'm always looking forward to payday, mm-hmm. which is not every week. So, I don't understand who decided this fucking bullshit or whatever. And, like, the fact that, like, every dollar I spend, I have to, like, read Make sure, that thing yeah. about, like, do I really need this? Do I really want this? How is this going to affect me in the long run? Yeah. Son, like, even this bottle of Taylor that I bought, I was like, go, <laughs> maybe I should have got the $7 one. <laughs> because save me some fucking dollars you know like but it's just i think that's what really because i thought you know when i was in college like yeah if i get a good job save my money like Mm -hmm. i'll live at home all i would have to really pay is like my phone bill and like you know a metro card yeah but i'll still have spending money i I could go on vacation. First of all, <laughs> niggas didn't even tell you to even get like vacation days, days after like to like ninety days and shit. Like, and you limited to like what two, one week at best. Yo. Like, your first year. Yo. 
like, oh my god. I think that's what really like that's what really blew me OD. Like, and I think the fact that I always look forward to like payday has made my year go by so much faster. Yeah. Cause like next thing you know, like you get paid those like two or three times in that month, right? Well three if you're lucky. Yeah, this this and month then, is three. And then you look, next thing you know, you're you're in September. <laughs> I just this is sad. And like for those of you still in college, a recommendation at least I would recommend is make sure you major in something that you know, once you graduate, you've secured a salary job. Not this hourly job that we're doing, but like a good salary job. Like if I could go back, let's rewind. If I could go back, let's say high school, how I would have done everything after is I probably would have stayed in the city, even though I would miss out on experience. So that's another pro and, pro and con of going away right. to college. You don't get that experience, but I would have stayed in the city, stacked my bread, and I would have did a two-year associate program instead of getting a bachelor's. So I would have mm. did a two years in something like x-ray technician or a medical sonographer, because I want to be in the medicine field. My friend right now that I graduated with in high school, she only did a two-year associate's degree. And she's an x-ray tech now. She makes like $35 an hour, way more than I do. And this is with a two-year degree. And now the job like where she works at is willing to pay her to continue her schooling. So it's like her bag is set. You stayed in the city, you stacked your bread, can get a car if you want to, and then now they're paying you to go back to school. So she didn't lose out on anything. Whereas I'm the one that went to a four-year institution, got my bachelor's in bio, useless, please. If That's another conversation. I'm I'm gonna save it for after. Got my bachelor's in bio, which is useless. Um, I was able to get jobs really easily. I started working right after college, but it's like, I'm not getting paid what I want to get paid because I need to do more schooling with that bio degree. Like a bio degree alone cannot get you anywhere. Right. So these are some things I wish I knew, but I didn't. And when I have children, like, this is something they're gonna know. So we're not repeating the same cycle of fucking poverty. Yeah, you know what? What you said makes so much sense. And I think because like the whole stigma of like staying in, like going to like a CUNY or getting like associate mm -hmm. is a reason a lot of us went away. Cause let's be real, there's a lot, I'm not shaming nobody's journey, but there's a lot of y'all that literally went to a four year college because y'all thought, or not even like the best four year college, yeah. just, just to go away. And y'all still ended up coming back to the city to do like, to continue on your education. I mean, you could have just done that for like off rip, you know? Yeah. And there's no shade or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, a lot of us could have saved a lot of time mm -hmm, and money mm -hmm. if we just would have just been logical instead of going with, I want to go away to college. But then I don't, then again, it's one of those things that we never get to experience, you know? You always like a, something you want to experience for yourself, something you've always seen on TV, I guess, and you hear about it and you want to you wanna do it too. Like, my sister was in college and this bitch never wanted to come home. Like, she must be having a fucking ball. Like, but I feel I like that go also goes more towards also like home. Like, I had friends who had no desire or interest to go away for college. Why? Because in the city, like, they could do whatever here ah, that they could do back in college. And they're not African, right? They're not. Some actually are African, which is a crazy part. Mm -hmm. It's just that their parents were never. I don't want to say strict because they did have strict parents, but their parents were more of the like free spirited. Like if my child wants to explore, let God forbid I stay in the library till fucking 1 a.m. back while I'm back home. My mom is going to be thinking I was smoking crack outside. Like 
you don't get that same peace of mind. But with them, they had that peace of mind that they didn't have any desire to go away. Like, I could do that while I'm here. And right. now look at them and look at me, the one that went away for four years. So right. I don't regret it because I feel like experience is something that you can never take away. Right. But like if I could do it all over, like that's one thing I really would have done differently. Yeah, just to like piggyback on that, like I definitely feel like um, a lot of Afri- a lot of Africans like definitely that we know, I feel like they went away because they wanted that freedom. Me? Yeah, like I don't know, like I had that. I think my parents were pretty cool about me going out. But I just didn't like the fact that I gotta tell people of my whereabouts. Yeah. I still hate telling my parents where I'm. I just wanna leave. Yeah. And if I come back, I come back. Yeah. Like, literally. I don't wanna tell you where I'm going. Um, but like, I think if I were to do school all over again, I definitely would have went to a different school because I didn't even have a good college experience. Mm-hmm. Like, I hated my school. Oh yeah, well you went to a predominantly white school. I don't. I don't hate white people, but they're not my favorite. You know, like I just really experienced racism, like and. Okay, not like blatant race. Nobody was calling me niggas and shit, but... Discrimination. I've seen discrimination. I've seen ignorance, like, you know, with my own two fucking eyes, and I heard that shit. And I heard too many white people say nigga for my liking, so... I just did not, like, I think the reason, like, I think one thing I'm grateful for going to that school is it opened up my eyes. I feel like it made me more woke Mm -hmm. in that sense, so I'm grateful for that. But other than that, I definitely would have went to, like, a better school, and I feel like I would have, I feel like I was, like, floundering a lot, like, in school. Like, I didn't have, like, a focus. I just kind of picked, okay, I'll just do this. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I definitely would have definitely went with a whole different major and be, like, on a probably, if I would have did the career plan that I wanted, like, what I want to do now, I would have been done with school, and I would have been, like, practicing, like, God, like, my profession and shit, like, even at the entry level, but I still would be making way more money than I'm making now. So, you know, it's a lesson learned. Like, sometimes I think about, like, yo, if I get, like, a time machine, I always go back to my senior year of high school and do, like, stay, stay in the city and just, like, save my money and just do better programs, do internships, and just stop fucking around, like... Yeah, and I feel like when I went to college, like, I fell off in terms of grade-wise. It was like, okay, elementary school, I was top of the top of my scores or whatever. Middle school, top of my class. High school, top of my class. And then college, where it really matters, is where I fell off. Yo. And so for me, I feel like that has set me back because mm-hmm. if I still had that same mentality and that same work ethic that I did have all those years before, I would not be in the same position. But with that being said, I feel like maturity, like, okay, so let's say I got perfect grades in college. What I want to do, I know for sure I would not be mature enough and I would not be ready to go into that profession. Mm, Like, with medicine, I feel like it's also about maturity. It's not Mm -hmm. just about, okay, you know your books, you know everything, but you as a person, like, are you mature inside? And I, still to this day, I can say I am not that mature. So... Yeah. No, I think that's very that's a very good point because I feel like when you go into the medical field, you have to be very professional. Like you yeah. have people's lives. Like you have to take that shit very seriously. So I feel like definitely a sense of maturity is well warranted. So like if you didn't feel that, that's good that you recognize that and you feel like you're at a better space now. Much so better. So that's good. So I think that even though we may not have been on the right path, it's good that we learned something from it. Yeah. So I think that's the best you can really do because you can't really change the past at this point. Like, it's... It's, it's, really, it's, the past. it's a dub. You just learned from like, it. Like, it's really a dub. But I think another thing I wanted to, like, touch upon, like, in the sense of adulting is how that a lot of people, like, 
are straying away from the norm of nine to five. Love it. And creating their own um, journeys and their own careers, which I feel like is super important and super, oops, super exciting. Cause um, I think we're the generation of breaking barriers. Oh yes we are. You know, like we like to try new things and like, like literally people can create viral videos and create a career and a brand off of that and it could change their lives completely so i find that to be so like like just like the concept of like youtube yeah literally people that are like youtube was the start of everything youtube everything. is literally the start of for everything because anybody that does like anything like a viral video on instagram or like some viral moment they always tend to come to youtube, YouTube. Get mm -hmm. from like branding and ads and such and such like if you see like look at jackie Ina. if you guys don't know who jackie Ina is she is um uh, Niger I heard. She, I just learned she's half Nigerian. I didn't even know she was. What black. else is she black? Yeah, her mom is black. Well, I'm not surprised. I get that vibe. Yeah, I don't know, but like, I just assumed she was. Just... She doesn't give me cultural, cultural. She gives me cultural. Yeah, but yeah, Jackie Aina. She's like a makeup YouTube like guru mogul type person, and she's very successful. She has her own like um, palette and her own um, brand, and she's. Very, I think her character also like has made her very like famous and people yeah. really vibe with her just besides like the things that she just because of her produce. But like she, I remember when I first started watching her videos and she had just she was still in the military doing like YouTube makeup tutorial like a crappy fucking mm -hmm. camera, and now she got a fire ass fiance, a makeup range. She has millions of followers. She's she's living life, so it's just really interesting to see like how she started her life, her career in like a very strict kind of way, like in the military. And then she diverged and she, yeah, look what, see you turn on my fan. <laughs> turn it off. Sound <laughs> like that shit was boiling. Sorry guys. But like she diverged into something that was very creative and unprecedented, you know? Like she, who could be like, yeah, I'm about to be a YouTube guru and just be like, I'm gonna make money off that shit. Like that shit is just wow. So I also want to tell like, um, Touch upon the fact that you know there are a lot of people. I'm not throwing shade at nobody, but I'm just saying I respect creative people that are trying to do their brands and do a lot of things, you know, creatively and not trying to stay stay in that path. But I really truly feel like some of you guys should just close your businesses and stop. <laughs> Yeah, the creative thing ain't for everybody. Like sometimes, yeah, some of y'all need to stick to the nine to five. Like, no shade, no scene. Like, let's just like you see when like I remember when I used to like fake try to sing and niggas would tell me don't quit your day job. I feel like this is this is the equivalent of it. Like, don't quit your day job. Like, like I see a lot of people that I actually know that they have really good brands and like yeah. they're starting out and they have their shit together and I I support them however way I can. Even if it's a retweet or like a purchase or whatever, but some of y'all just need to close shop. Just close shop, real talk. And if I see another person so eyelashes, I'm just no, I'm kidding. No, but like, get it how you get it. Like, <laughs> nah, I respect that. Cause you know what? I feel like it's a, it takes a really brave person to be like, I'm gonna put myself out there and I'm gonna produce a product for you and I'm gonna put my name and myself yeah. behind it. And if it fails, it fails, it flops, it flops, but I'm gonna do it. So I respect that, but yeah, some of y'all just, just close shop. But I feel like um, the cl close shop. Stop. A major factor to the success of these businesses is clout. Like honestly, you have to have clout, or you have to have some type of follower base or some type of fan base before your products really 
sell or before like you really get somewhere because like I've seen people and their stuff is quality. Even these new like wannabe musicians, like I follow some boy named, I think Grand Kai or whatever, and his music, when I tell you it's so good, but because he doesn't have the right like um, followers or the right people to advertise to, his music isn't really moving where it needs to be or where he should be till today. So like, I feel like you also need that social media influence and like that clout factor for you to really be successful in our current time and generation wait so okay like what kind of music does he do let me see if i could find it's like r&b-ish rap-ish but it's really Is good it like, what's that guy that sings that song what's what's that trap soul not that song but like that album. bryson tiller yes <laughs> we're not doing this again i'm not gonna we're say, not I'm doing not this again it. i'm just saying like is he is that like his type of vibe? that's his type but it's more like with he's more of a gold link vibe let me see if ah, i can find one of his songs okay gold let's link see is, is he the one that's african okay this, okay this is not a good one oh, <laughs> That wasn't a good one, guys. Okay, that's not a good one. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna come back to y'all with okay. the ones that I heard. Hoodies full that of shit. <laughs> I hear trying to fucking sell us a dollar in the gym. I don't want to hear it. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. That's okay. I'm gonna find it for you guys. Clearly, he's just retweeting all that he's made since the beginning of time, and some were shit, and that's just life. They were shit. But um, yeah. So, um, okay, Clear D'Angelo has terrible music. Um, First of all, I have great taste in music. Come and see me in Chambers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but anyway, um, other thing I wanted to like talk into adulting. Guys, I promise we're not slandering niggas this time, I swear. Oh I just want to talk God. about the concept of like dating and adulting. Like, were not we gonna steer away from dating Elena? No. No, I'm not slandering. No, I'm just, I just want to point out that it's a different type of, the way we date is very different. That's all. I'm not, I swear to God, like, I know my Twitter name says otherwise, but I promise. <laughs> you know what? It's fine. We won't, we won't, we won't we're, talk This about episode, it. we're sorry, we'll save it for another episode <laughs> because we're not going to be talking about dating and relationships in every episode. Okay, I'm not going to talk about dating. How about the fact that, like, well, technically we're adults, but we still, like, I don't know about you, but, like, technically I'm an adult and I could probably be somebody's mom, but I don't oh, feel yeah. like an adult. Like, I still feel like a kid. And I feel like that's just, I feel like, people in our age group is like a weird feeling like you like that's the thing about adulting or just being an adult in general is so scary to me because literally i could just i could really wake up and be like i want to move to this country and i want to start my life but at the same time i feel like i'm too young to do that like i'm, I'm a kid like i can't just pick up my shit and leave when really i can't and that's the scary part about being an adult like you have the freedom and power to do whatever you want but if you don't know what you want to do and you have fear that's crippling you from doing whatever you want to do, you kind of feel stuck. Nah, yeah. Like, when we were younger, there were, like, I would look at, people would tell me, like, I would be like, oh, how old are you? They'd be, like, 24. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're, like, an adult. And then there would be these 30-year-olds. And I'd be like, why are you still acting so childish like you're 30? Growing up, I see it. Like, age is literally just a number. Like, I feel like I'm going to be my age, but I'm going to be low-key 17 for the rest of my life. Like, I think like, I'm, I think like I'm still young, and I know I'm getting older. And, like, I made a tweet 
the other day like oh my god guys like we're getting so old we're gonna be 30 like before we know it and richie want to comment like can you stop with all this negative energy like, and like mad people liked energy. it and i was just like you guys are living in some type of like fantasy world it's okay you want to act like you don't know your age and like um and like you're not getting older so you're gonna sit around and do whatever i guys for me personally i almost forgot my age i'm gonna be 100 percent serious huh? with you i'm reminded every no, no, day no, no. when i look at the i almost forgot that i was like yo bitch you're like this old like what are you doing like i think to myself every day like what are you doing but i never think of the actual age till i thought of the age and i was like oh nah like i need to get it together because i've been chilling clearly for Way, much longer than yeah. I need to be. No, that's the thing too. Like before you know it, time flies. Like literally, Deandra, I remember my graduation day, bro. I remember how I felt when I finally felt the. Well, I mean that empty fucking shit they gave mm. me. But it just felt good to fucking leave that campus and never look back. And here I am. Little did you know. Literally, it's been three years since I graduated. Deandra. Yeah. What the fuck. And that's why I put that reminder because I feel like uh, no, but I don't think okay. Some people want to live in denial, but I feel like people like me, I think about it all the time. I don't need another reminder. Like I know thirty is in the corner. Like hey, bitch, knock knock, what are you doing? But like I just didn't like, well, especially when I go on Twitter. I don't want to see reminders of my age. I if y'all follow me, you can unfollow because I will consistently remind us all guess we're getting who, old. Guess who's gonna be on mute? <laughs> I'm that one. Yes. So if you know you don't want to see it, sorry. I'm that. I'm that. Um. I'm a very optimistic person, but I'm also very realistic. I'm not those optimistic. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm gonna tell you straight. Some people need to hear it. There's some people that actually saw it and was like, "Yo, bro." Like, and we had conversations and discussed what we want to do with our lives. And there's some people that did just genuinely don't want to be reminded. Like, listen, we know. Mm -hmm. I know I don't forget. need you to remind me. Like it's okay, I'll be fine. You know what you sounded like to me, like my alarm in the morning. Like, <laughs> I know I need to be awake, but you don't need to keep fucking ringing. I'm gonna be that friend. Like I will always be that friend. Because you know what? I don't even do it for any. Like I could care less about y'all. No offense. I actually do it for myself because I need to remind myself. Like, like no, like no, no, don't, okay. don't fuck y'all. I love people mm. for fake. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Genuine I'm energy. an extrovert. I'm an introverted extrovert. That's another conversation. But no, like I needed to remind myself because like every day, yeah, I'm thinking about my life and stuff. But Lena, I really never think of the quantity, like the actual numbers. Like my upcoming uh, birthday, I'm scared for that number. Like, wow, like Andrew, you made it this far. I'm a year older than you. How do you think I feel? Well, damn. Right there. <laughs> Like, no, trust me, like, how you're feeling right now is how I've been feeling since But I feel I like that's 21. how a lot of people are feeling, though. Yeah. It's not just us. I feel like no, people in our age and this generation, millennials, I should speak specifically, we, we're different from our parents' time. Like, we, like, now, like, we're such go-getters that time is such a big influence. Because I feel like back in our parents' age and, like, back past their age, not talking specifically about Africans, time was more of oh, you're still a baby at this age. Like, you have your whole life to figure out. Like, you're still a baby. I don't know, because I feel like in our parents' time, at our age, they had their shit together low-key. Like, it may not have been, like, together, like, how we want, when we have, like, very prominent, you know, successful careers, but they had a steady job, they were married and had kids. And that's what I'm saying. That's speaking of African culture. Like, taking African culture out, then let me be specific. Damn, but then if I say it, y'all gonna be like, uh... 
What? American culture, yeah, not even black American. American culture, like I have a doctor and he was telling me like, yo, you're still young, like you can pursue other things and then pursue your dream. And in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm still young, like I'm trying to get it done now. Yeah, like, you know what? That sounds the like American white culture to me. That's what it is, yeah, yeah. white culture. No, because that's very true. That's why, that's one thing they I don't do like do about time. Caucasians, if you're gonna be, you know, technical. Well, like, if we're being technical, nah, let me not be a smart ass. What are you gonna say? Caucasians I, are from the Caucasus area. We should call them white Europeans or Europeans, but I'm still gonna call them Caucasians because y'all really are. See, Caucasians already a stretch. I wanted to call them white, but anyway, we move. <laughs> but like, yeah, Caucasians, I feel that's one thing I like about them. Like, it's not a race to them. Of course, it wouldn't like, be a race to them. I mean, they're winning, so exactly. <laughs> so maybe that maybe that's a big influence. Mm. And you see, not everything is tied together while we're having this conversation. You may have really said something because I feel like when you're in the lead, you kind of can relax. Yeah. When you have a comfortable lead, especially with a lot of white people, they always have a lot of lineage mm -hmm. that can help them. Generational wealth, yep. which we're trying to build. Yes. And these are the conversations. Oh my God. Because let's be real, black people, or maybe like people of color, I can say, like, unless in America, at least, I know there's Africans back home mm -hmm. that probably have, like, you know, wealth that stemmed from years ago, like, Asians that have, yeah. like, family wealth that started from, like, nothing. But in America, I don't think there's any person of color that has had, like, generational, like, wealth. Like, it's always been the white man. And even if they their family may have had wealth in the past, it was taken from them by the white man, I would say. like Or at least the mixed, at least the mixed black people, they do have more generational wealth. And I actually won't say that. I know some black people who are born into rich homes and they're rich. But, I feel like but it's wealth, very rare. It's no, like but a, not even that, but I feel like their wealth is still, like, kind of new. It doesn't... I feel like it doesn't go way back to like 1700s type. But it will never. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. in America, like even if there's somebody who does come from a family, like a person of color, like specifically black that comes from wealth, if it is family, it may not go past the 1900s. And you won't even, it's funny, you won't see them in areas like this. You'll see them where the whites are. Yep. Because I've heard people or even my family members are like, when I have kids, I'm raising them with the, um, how do you say whites in tree? Morful? Morful, yeah. Morful, it doesn't sound as good as it should. But they're raising them with those because they feel like their kids can learn more from that. And so that's another conversation that just, we'll save for another episode because I feel like it's really deep. Yeah. It's sad. I, I, well, I, I, it's not I, sad. It is sad. It's very sad because there's some deep hatred not hatred, but deep, like deep seated, like it's not even hatred. It's more of just like I don't know the word, but it's something deep seated within you that, that makes we you feel know like we're not good enough. enough, right? That's like, you what it feel is. Like being wealthy within your own people and your own neighborhood is not, not enough. Mm -hmm. To prove you're really wealthy, you have to be amongst white people. Like you know, I remember I seen like a clip about Chris Rock. I remember he was doing a show like about something, and he was saying that like how. Um, in his neighborhood, there's only a few black people and they're all like really rich, like entertainers. Yep. Like, mm -hmm. But his neighbor is like a dentist. Yeah. Which is like a regular yep. good job and his other neighbor is like a lawyer. Yeah. And he basically like, it made him like realize that how like he has made it so far just to be in a level that's not even high enough in the white communities. Yeah. Like he's not even neighbors with people like Warren Buffett. And if you know who that is, then you know. Or people like Bill Gates or like, you know, RIP Steve Jobs. Like he's not even in that, he wasn't even in that company at that time in his career. Maybe he's moved, but like, you know, like just stuff like that, just to be a neighbor to a dentist is high level than being a neighbor to your fellow African in the city. Yeah. Like that's so crazy. And you know what another thing too, I feel like a lot of Africans, they always feel better or uppity. Like, cause when they move, 
from they be the city like they and then get Beyonce. out. I'm not even gonna hold you. Beyonce. I'm not gonna hold you. A lot of y'all, I will never understand African that would literally move their whole family to the like to the suburbs. But y'all still doing triple double shift in the city. Like, why are you killing yourself? To like, stay there you are own a nice house? places no. that you can own house. Well, Westchester is hella expensive. There's Yonkers, but there's mm. Yon- no, there's Yonkers is calm. You but you know, I kind of don't see. I blame them, but I kind of don't blame them because no, I don't blame them at I'm all. I'm not staying here when I become wealthy. That's just a, a no, fact. Big fast. I'm not gonna stay here. However, you're not wealthy, so why are you stressing yourself? Yeah, they, that's that's the my problem. That's like, the difference. You're coming like I guess that's their version of adulting to prove that they really made it in life. Cause you know, back home is always about if you have a house here, a uh, house here. Yeah. If your kids are married and they have good jobs, what are their, their occupations? Uh-huh. Like it's all about how you look. So on paper, I get it. But please don't come kill yourself here. doing like triple double shit like. People that don't even get to enjoy their home because you're always working yeah, so what's in the, the point? city, bro. What's, what's the like, point? Son. And y'all still have your kids shirt. Okay. Elena, <laughs> shut up! No, because I remember some somebody I knew was like, oh, I'm about to go back to my mansion. I'm like, my nigga, you have the same room. <laughs> I have my own room and my own bathroom. So what are you saying? Like, you try to make it seem like as you live in a house, you're better, but we have the same amount of rooms and I still have my own room and my own bathroom. Oh my god. Argue with your mother. But yeah, like that's something adulting goes to. So see, adulting is a whole lot of shit. Then you gotta think about so when you do get to where you wanna be, now you have to think about the home that you're gonna be providing for your kids. You gotta think about yo, like Wait, so like in the future, do you wanna live like in a house in the city? You wanna move to the suburbs? Do you wanna leave New York? I love these type of questions. Okay. Oh my god. Um so I've been thinking for a hot minute I'm more of a I know I need to live in a big city that's one thing I know about myself like I don't want to like being in Albany I would say it was more of like the ghetto suburbs that's what I would call it <laughs> ghetto suburbia Albany's ghetto. it's a mad ghetto <laughs> and it's the capital of the New York I just, I just, don't, I just get don't get it you go like, to downtown Albany like the actual downtown where all the like headquarters are beautiful right you move anywhere out of there and like, it's just like where are we like where are we because like, this is not the same place nah. I realized from being there I need people around me. Like mm-hmm. I want neighbors. Like so, maybe I'm. I want to live in like um, a city suburb. I don't know if that's a thing. Like no, a, but like you want to like. I know I want to live in a tri-state, but damn, tri-state is like New York, Connecticut. Yeah. No, no. you want to live like basically you want to live in Manhattan. To be honest, I think I want to do DC. The, like Georgetown. Oh my god, like, that's Georgetown is beautiful, but them houses. Well, I'm be making that moolah. Like the nice, nice ones, like with enough rooms and stuff, they be like half a mil. But you see, the thing is, I don't know how I want to live in like a city type ish because I want to live a place that has um a body of water surround. Like I want to be near water. Like water stink. No, not stinky water. That's dirty water. No, like beach water stink. I don't want beach water. I want like <laughs> lake water stink. I want <laughs> shut up. Rain stinks. I want I want like a lake. Like I want somewhere that I could just go outside, go watch my lake, and like be riding my can you, thoughts. You can swim. Yes, I can. Like somewhere like that. But enough about me, because I feel like I've been ranting. How about you? Like, what type of <gasps> environment? I'm so glad you asked. Well, <laughs> everybody, I mean, anybody knows me, they know that I want to move to London. Like, I still. <laughs> 
I really wish y'all saw the look on my face. <laughs> no, like literally, I just want my kids to come. Can you visit no. first and then tell me? Because a lot of people have mixed opinions about this. I want you to visit online and live there for like a month and then tell me if you still really want to live there. Because I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, funny, like I feel like if I'm rich, the way I want to be rich, anywhere I live would be valid. Like everybody who's telling me they don't like it is because they're poor like me. No, but even it's like how people who live in New York they're like I hate New York it's noisy, but you. It's funny, but when they leave, they always come back. Right. Mm. So New people York is different. People still move into Atlanta for a different life, but they still come back. <laughs> no, because New York is yo. If New York wasn't hella expensive, like New York is expensive for no reason. No, not for no reason. It's lit here. <laughs> like I'm, no, no, it's lit, but like the accommodations is not lit. <laughs> Shit is so fucking small. And no bro. one's fucking like, friendly. If you, if you live in Manhattan, like if you live like. Like in the Bronx or the outer boroughs, you could definitely find like a spacious place mm -hmm. and you know, you could be good. But if you want to live like in New York City, New York, where niggas be writing songs about and shit, <laughs> like <laughs> literally a shoe shoebox, right, hey, like a shoebox studio will be the same price as like where I live, like in the Bronx. But because Even it's more. Manhattan, like everybody want to be, you know. That's top like, dog. Besides living in London, ideally I would yeah, like. Yeah, besides London. I would love to live like in like. Like um like Harlem like in a brownstone. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Or like I wouldn't mind Brooklyn even though people uh, in Brooklyn too. are I so like Brooklyn. mean to people from the Bronx, but it's fine. But yeah, I would like to live like in a brownstone. So it's, I feel like it's a nice combination between like living in an apartment but like in a house kind of vibe. Um, I My friend has the, a I want the spiral stairs. Staircase, yeah. Or like maybe like in the Upper East Side, you know, by like Central Park. Nope, I don't want to be around those. I know, but like whites, those places are so are clean. Yeah, it's okay. And like you're by the park and you can smell the lick that you want to smell so <laughs> damn bad. First of all, no. Take I'm your, not around take, my people. Take your kids ice skating and stuff. I just wish we could carnival. have a black place. Like a black wealthy community. I mean, community. We, we used to have a black community. Till they burned it down. To build Central Park, but I digress. Even before that, there was freaking black communities. I think, I don't know if it was in Ohio. I don't remember It where. was a different state. It, it yeah, was a Cleveland. They yeah, they so burned it So it is Ohio. Yeah. They were thriving. If you don't know about it, please just go Google it. I I don't want to. I think I'm making a mistake, but I think it is Cleveland. Google the time, maybe 1960s around there. These people had their own businesses, their own. Was it, the community. It wasn't called Black Wall Street, was it? No, Black Wall Street is a different, different one. one, right? Okay. Sorry. But they were thriving, and you know what? These whites got jealous, and they burnt that motherfucker down. Like, imagine you having a town. Like, let's say how there's Manhattan. There's a B Manhattan, and it's like mostly black people, and it's like the white people that like love black people that want to be down, and it's like just the community of all y'all, and y'all relate, and y'all are wealthy. So now you can't even say, oh, you're surrounded by poor blacks because these are wealthies like imagine being in such a community but you know what's so crazy though other people have those kind of communities already currently they're not like as prominent or wealthy but they have it and actually so somebody, I need to go there. somebody i used to talk to was telling me like how we don't have like an african community like we have like one six seven or like Tower. i don't something. want an african community uh, but nigga you just talking about <laughs> no but i just said black so black could mean dominican it can no mean... but like just think about like they see like Dominicans have the heights, right? Dykeman. Dykeman. They have where, like, they could... Literally, you could live there and never speak English and you'll be good. Ghanians have one place. Lesu! And that's only on Sundays. <laughs> and we got shit with Nigerians. Babylon is taking over now. And then, also, then you have, like, you have um, Chinatown. We have Little Italy. Mm -hmm. You have um, the Jewish people have their area in Brooklyn. Oh, they got their like, own. all these people that are not black have their own communities mm -hmm. where they have their own businesses, their own people, and they feel comfortable. 
like, will never happen with Africans. I'm sorry to say it. So let me not be a let me not generalize. I feel like it won't happen with Ghanaians because I feel like with Ghanaians come a whole lot of drama and gossip, not and they're trying to get out of it. People, I feel like Ghanaians and not just, just here, judgmental. not even judgmental. Forget that. Ghanaians here and Ghana are always looking out for themselves. That like people yeah. don't want to see their people eat. It's really, Nigerians too. Like I feel like you no know, thing about Nigerians though. I, I feel like what I've seen and what I've heard, like I they feel like out their brothers. they look out for their own. Their own. Mm-hmm. They look out for their oh, own. Oh, Elena just made a point. Start. They look out for their own. Ghanaians will never do that. Like I feel like now in our age, there are more people who are trying to like make their like bring their people along and make them people like eat. But I feel like with Ghanaians, we we struggle as a people to really come it's together. Community. Because it's always like even recently on Twitter. Local Ghanaians and uh, abroad Ghanaians were beefing on Twitter. Oh, I didn't even know what it meant, but like, yes, let's talk about it. It all stemmed from like this one tweet. This girl was saying that like, what did she even say? She said something about like how when she comes to, oh yeah, that local Ghanaians are gonna be mad when your um, abroad Ghanaians come to Ghana. This oh yes, 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 and yes. First of all, local Ghanaians, you guys are very mean for no reason. Like what the fuck? There was but imagine in. though, imagine like you having your nigga, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all good. He look good. He got everything for himself. Then comes Ghana in December, where all these Americans, UKs are coming. It's like now you competing for your man because now he has a whole lot of like you had to think, and they're the ones living in Ghana, and this is what they have. You've seen what I have. So there's like truth behind it because when Ghanaians, I've seen it with my own eyes, like when abroad Ghanaians come, you can already see like the way they treat you is very different and they always expect more from you. Like they want more money from you. They're going to try to jip you. They're going to look at you different. That's one. Two, I'm sorry, but literally if your nigga is looking for better than my nigga, I, what the fuck you want me to do about it? Be better or shut the fuck up. <laughs> like three, like. I'm not looking for no local Ghanaian to be like when when those lucky guys, I'm like, I don't want your nigga that lives in Kumase. I swear you I don't care. I don't want it. You know what I want? And in it. I wanna hear you are right. You know what I'm saying? Alright, at this no, point, no. this is a casting call for any UK Ghanaian <laughs> that is over 5'9. I'm being generous right now. Cause Alina just needs it. Because McCant. McCant. <laughs> Make can't bother because every day this girl London this and London that and this in it and this swear down and please somebody come and collect her <laughs> please no but like literally local Ghanaians half I can even get into the places that we're getting into I <laughs> hey, Bloomba Bloomba and it twist and it's sandbucks like I'm not but I'm saying like the money that we spend a lot of like that money could really change our lives. Like, but I'm also saying too, like, not, like girls that come from abroad, they need to also humble themselves and realize that you're on vacation. Mm-hmm. You're living large for these two weeks. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go you're back, coming back to, to your... right. You're coming back to poverty. <laughs> you're coming back to your your studio apartment in the city. That's even good. These studios be nice these days. All right, but why do I need to not have a living room and a room in the kitchen all at once? Like what? Like I'm making some stew now. My clothes, you know. But it's oh fine. wow, I never thought of that. Right. But anyway, like. I feel like there's pros and cons to each side. Either way, like, I feel like we all need to humble ourselves and shut the fuck up because we're all coming to have a good time. But, like, before I even drag it, it just kind of just shows, like, how something like that. We're all Ghanaians and we're beefing with each and other. And it's always Ghanaians, though, because the other Africans, like you were saying, like, we, 
of course you'll see everything they bicker bickering is normal but with Ghanaian specifically everybody is one for themselves one for like no one's really a team and like I don't know what it is about our community but even like let's say household matters like there's a saying like wow no I butchered that but it's like like basically like whatever happens at home it stays at home like they don't even want you talking about outside stuff to like even your friends or anything like and this is like I don't know it's created a whole a whole lot of different issues well I feel like with that mentality it keep it tells us to keep things in and that's what it is that's, that's exactly right. what I was talking about to say. the image that you portray I can't tell you how many times my mom criticized what I wear to church because she wanted to make sure I look good so nobody talks about me at church and this is not even for her problem. This is just so sh- you know our parents. Yeah, can look my mama was telling me I want you to look good so people can tell, tell me. Tell me exactly. It's with Ghanaians is mostly like about image. Like my anklet, yo. Some lady in my church had the audacity <laughs> to tell me to take it off. I said no, and she like couldn't say nothing because first of all, like me and my father had a conversation about it, and this is why I love him so much because he assimilated. Like he came to me and he was like, "Deandra, like why do you wear it?" And I was like, "Because I like how it looks. Just like I would wear a bracelet on my arm. It's a limb. It's a it's a um whatever. It's a body yeah, part. Like yeah, right. you'll be fine." And he was like, "Oh, cause in Ghana, like the thing behind it is like that you're a prostitute." And I asked him, <laughs> and I asked him, I was like, "Am I a prostitute?" And he said, "No." And I said, "Okay, so the meaning differs from culture to culture. And now that you know that I'm not a prostitute and I'm not wearing it because I'm a prostitute, what's the issue?" And he was like, "You're right." Like flat out told me, "Like you're right." Like. It's, it, it's wow. a different meaning. And, like, I wear my anklet freely. Like, I wear it at church. If you want to judge me because I'm wearing an anklet, that's on you, sis. Like, God ain't killing me. God gonna kill you for judging me for my anklet. Dead ass. So, my mama would say, you want to be like, puto, puto, you cool, cool. Well, your anklet. But I don't think I've ever seen you wear an anklet. Yeah, though. because my mom just would not even let me even... I think even if I put it near my ankle, my mom would just come and snatch it right off my... So I'm just not even going to bother. So it's fine. I don't, I don't even want to wear I'm more of like the piercing. Mm-hmm. Like, I had another piercing. My mom made me take it out because she said... Too much. I said I, I look like a prostitute. Wow. Yeah, so I took okay. that out. But yeah, um... Yeah, I think... How did we get to that? I don't even fucking know. I'm trying not to curse as much, but I can't. Unadulterated, unfiltered. Yes, but you know, some people felt like we cursed too much, whatever. Um, but anyway, I think we covered a lot, and yeah. I feel like this is a this is like a good video that could really stem into some other topics we could conversations. Discuss yeah. That I think we want to do. We definitely want to do some more. I think I'm. Well, this is another casting call for people to like try to come on. Like, literally, we have the space, you know, we have the legs, like, come talk, come chop through. it up. Just, just to talk, because I feel like sometimes people use social media to vet, and it's just another way to vet how you feel. Yeah, literally. How you feel. And there's so much that goes on every day, so there's so many different opinions and, you know, whatever. So, but yeah. Come through. Like, yeah. we're not the only, as you could, you guys clearly see, me and Alina may have grew up both Ghanaian both girls but we have different mindsets mm-hmm. and that's the point we're trying to say like we want everyone to come on with their mindset so you know just educate people give people perspectives mm-hmm. and from your own experience your experience might be different from my experience but maybe i can prevent an experience from just by listening to yours right. so this is another casting call come through you squared over and out bye bye